Look, I got a testimony. I got to tell him what God did. I'm calling God the homie. He took me out of the mosh pit. I will contest the phonies. Separate demons and God's kids. I got to spread his word, so I'm going to show you who the God is. The word is my weapon. I move like a general. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Walk With Me. I'm your host, JJ, and I thank you all for joining us. Uh, we have a great lesson today. We're having a great time exploring God's Word. And if it just reaches one person, it, it's all worth it. And I do want to take time, one moment here, to, to talk about my sponsors, True Bars of Lyricists, who made the intro and the outro music, and Exquisite Creations. And she has her tumblers, and you can look her up on TikTok. And she just made, she's going to start making some tumblers for me. She's made some prototypes for the program, so eventually I'll have some merch. Um, also, if you have those Bible questions, go ahead and send them to walkwithmebiblestudy at gmail.com. Walkwithmebiblestudy at gmail.com. I got an interesting question about, uh, you know, whether purgatory exists and I'm going to answer that uh, but just not in today's episode um, that's probably going to be when I finish uh, Genesis when we finish Genesis then we'll, I'll go and I'll start answering some questions and then we'll pick up in, in Exodus and things like that So, but I really do appreciate you joining us I love all of you and, and thank you all you guys can be looking to listening to any other podcast but you chose to listen to this one, and I really do appreciate it. We're going to jump right into uh, exploring God's work, and we're going to talk about now the second chapter of Genesis. Now, the second chapter of Genesis, it's, it sort of slows time down now to the way we, you and I can recognize time. And it's mainly going to deal with the power of choice. Adam and Eve, and Adam and Eve was created, and it just kind of, Bible just kind of glazes over it in the first chapter. But in the second chapter, it, it really restates the creation of man and, and woman. And it gives more specific details on how the whole thing came about. And so when God created Eden, he, he put, he put no, the Garden of Eden, he put man in there. And, and this man was named Adam. And there was some commandments that God gave to Adam. Like he was supposed to, you know, subdue the earth and he was supposed to run everything. And he was supposed to basically rule the earth from, from one centralized position, which was going to be in the Garden of Eden. But Adam was not really left to his own will on how to do that. He had a lot of latitude. But he was not given complete autonomy. There was one thing that God actually forbade Adam to do. There was nothing else that was forbidden him to do. The other commandments that God gave Adam to do was the things to do. There was only one thing that God told him not to do under any circumstances at all. God said, don't touch of that, don't touch of that fruit, don't eat of that fruit. Genesis chapter 2, 16 and 17. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, of every tree of the garden you may freely eat. That was something you could do. 
verse 17, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat of it, for in the day you eat of it, you will surely die. And there was a, another unusual tree, which was the tree of life. In Genesis chapter 2 and 9, it says, And out of the ground made the Lord God every tree that is pleasant to the sight, for good food, the tree of life also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of knowledge of the tree. Now, let me just stop right there and think about it for a second. Adam was free to eat of the tree of life. But he was not free to eat of the knowledge of good and evil. See, we, we want to talk about whatever fruit that was, whether that was an apple or a cherry. You know, these are just vain discussions that you and I can have about what that fruit was. The main thing is, had Adam just stuck with the more important tree, the tree of life, Adam could have lived forever. Adam could have gone on and lived thousands of years and and do whatever God wanted him to do. But he did not. He Not only did he eat of that tree of life, he also ate of Well, you know the story. So, throughout the passage of time, when Adam was naming all the animals, and he saw that God made a male and female of a giraffe, and he made a male and female of elephant, you make the male and female of the frog and the snake and, and I, I want you to kind of pay attention to what I'm saying here, he made a male and female of all the animals no animal did he set one of except for man that's not to say that man is meant to be alone because the first thing Adam realized is how lonely he felt when he saw all, saw all the animals paired up so, in Genesis 2, 18-23, And the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a help me. And out of the ground, the Lord God formed every beast of the field, every fowl of the air, brought them unto Adam, to see what he would call them. And whatever called them, that's what they were. And Adam gave names to all the cattle, and the birds, and the beasts of the field, and but for Adam, there was found no help me for him. Now, let's stop right here. It's amazing how when doing uh, doing the will of God that you're supposed to be doing, it will help you to realize some things that you may be lacking. It doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, you're imperfect. Or you're not worth the job that you're being given to do by God. But you are realizing that by doing His will, you may notice some things that you are lacking. And don't worry, God already saw that it wasn't good for Adam to be alone. God already saw the thing that you were lacking, even though He gave you this mission to do. He gave you this directive. He gave you this missive to do. And despite whatever shortcomings that you're realizing that you're having God still chose you to do a thing and you do the thing and then God will fill in or help you correct 
the thing that you're missing after you realize that you're missing. So Adam found out that he didn't have a help me. There was no female Adam running around. And I hate to say it, but there was no transgender Adam running around either. So, and I know, I'm going to stay out of it on this podcast. But this is what the Bible said. There was no female, there was no help me for Adam. Now, God didn't really explain how he made the female animals. He just created two animals. One was a male and one was a female, and they went on their way. But with the woman, God did something very special. He took Adam and put him to sleep. And then took a rib out of Adam. And out of that rib formed the woman. Now, don't ask me how he did it. That's one of the things I've always thought about since I was a little kid and found this out because a woman is neither neither straight nor bony. Well, some are, but generally speaking, a woman is different from a man. Their bone structures are different. Their facial features are different. Uh, Some of us are attracted to different things and different kind of women. But God did this directly out of the rib of Adam. Because when God joined the two together, the bodies were made whole again. Because just as Adam was missing a rib, the woman was missing other things that Adam could fulfill. So you're missing a thing as Adam, and then you're missing a thing as Eve. And put together, you make a complete person. So, verse 22. 2 and 22. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made he a woman and brought her unto the man. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. And she shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Up to now, Adam had done everything that he was supposed to do. He had had named animals. He was in the garden, he was living life, he was enjoying himself, he was eating of the true tree of life. Because as of right now, we have not recorded how many years it took for Adam to do this. I mean, we don't know. I mean, in our in our lives, in our minds, and today, the way we, the way we think about things, maybe we want to think of that all this happened in the afternoon. No, there's no way. Because man's mind doesn't work that fast. Even a supercharged mind such as Adam's were at the time. We don't know how long that took. It could have taken what we now know to be thousands of years. We don't know. But what we do know is that it took some time. And Adam was still free to eat of the tree of life. So Adam stayed whatever age Adam was that entire time. So, and for the sake of context, we're going to say that Adam was a fit and, fem, uh, uh, fit and trim 22-year-old man. And that's how God made him. And that's how God made women. He made, her, made us at the peak of our existence in the flesh. Now, you might ask yourself, and... This is a question that I've asked myself. You know, like, why would God put this thing? And 
Why would God create such a perfect place? Why would God create such a, a wonderful thing such as us, a perfect place such as Eden, and then put this really perfect thing such as the tree of life, and then put this other perfect thing that we shouldn't eat of, which is the knowledge of good and evil? Why? Why would God do that? And the Bible sort of talks about it in a roundabout sort of way. But just to kind of bring it out in in today's world, if you've ever noticed, you ever noticed that a lot of times you may be given one rule, you, you got one job. We have this phrase, you know, run around. You have one job. And all that job meant was don't eat of that fruit. Everything else you got, there's one rule you got. Just don't eat of that fruit of that tree. Now, when you ask the question of why would God do this, you sort of have to overlook the God's purpose of creating man. Because he already had beings that would worship him and do whatever he say and, and, and not have a choice in doing anything. But man was given the power of choice. To decide whether or not, based on all the evidence there, to do what God said or not to do what God said. So we had this, um, and I'll get back to this whole thing where I sort of created in my mind. It's called the rule of escalating rule. So when you have one rule and you break it, it sort of creates an entire new set of rules. Like, for instance, um, Get in the car and drive. That's, that's your rule. But when you do it wrong, you start speeding, now you have other rules that have to come into effect because you do something and something bad happens and, and you know somebody gets hurt. So now we can't speed. And then you're still driving along and, and you decide, because it was a bad choice, to switch lanes without telling anybody and someone gets hurt now we got to have turn signals and you can't speed and then okay so now you come to where these two roads meet and you don't care you just blast through and then you hit somebody and you hurt them real bad now you have to stop at the intersection you have to use the turn signal and you can't speed so it's basically it's the rule of escalating rules the more you break a rule the more rules come into existence and this is where Adam found himself at the very beginning of things. He had one rule, don't eat that fruit. But because he didn't follow that rule, a whole bunch of more stuff happened and now a whole bunch more rules was created in order to keep mankind safe from himself. And he already, God already had angels to do his bidding. God had angels to worship him and sing and, and do all the things that angels were doing but he wanted man because man didn't have a soul I mean our angels didn't have a soul Adam, Adam had a soul and that was the only thing he created with the soul and Revelation 22 17 says and the spirit and the bride say come and let him that heareth say come and and whoever will let him take the water of life freely. Now, would it have been possible to have for God to have no fellowship in a being that had no choice? 
Remember now, God was looking to create a bride for himself. And brides have to have a choice. Uh, so one of the major differences between mankind and the animal kingdom was the power of choice and opportunity to consciously choose good or evil, which actually led to the fall of man, because that's just what we were just talking about. We always tend to make the wrong choice. Now, I'm not sure why we just tend to do that. So that kind of leads us into Genesis chapter 3. Now, Genesis chapter 3 um, sets us up for how man felt and, and how tragic that fall was. And it, it seems like it was a, a small mistake that we look at it now. And it was a small mistake. And a lot of times when we make these mistakes, we say, well, it was just a small thing. But we're not really realizing how these small mistakes lead to bigger tragedies. First thing Eve did was visit the forbidden tree. Now, not sure, don't ask me if if the two trees were together, because I don't know. The Bible doesn't really say that, so I don't know. So, but it does make a mention that Eve went to the forbidden tree. And she, she went there. And she went there more than once. Uh, and that was one of the first mistakes. Instead of making the choice to turn away and go on about her business, she went to the trip. And the, the big issue was that is that she had to have known it was forbidden. Not because God told her, but because Adam told her. How do you know Adam told her? Because she quoted what God said, but then added something. And since God didn't directly speak to Eve, then he had to have spoken to Adam, and Adam said it to Eve. And then Eve turned around and quoted what Adam said. Uh, now, you know, in Romans, it, it sort of talks about how if you notice something is forbidden, you should just pretty much avoid it altogether. Just avoid the temptation. Romans 13 and 14. But put you on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust there. So don't give any space to chance. Don't give any space to the devil. Don't give any space to... Or don't let a way... For things for a bad thing to happen. Don't give a don't give yourself the opportunity to make a bad choice. And that's something actually a choice that you have to make. And Ephesians, because it was so important, it had to be said again in Ephesians. And it says a lot more plain, a lot more um, expressive in Ephesians chapter four and verse twenty seven. Need to give place to the devil. And in that case, we're talking about being keeping your soul tightly guarded, keeping your mind tightly guarded, keeping your walk with God tightly guarded, which is not what Eve did because she went to the tree. She, it would be impossible to eat the fruit if she stayed away from the tree. It would be impossible. I mean, one of the fruit could have fallen to the ground. Thousands of fruit could have fallen to the ground. But if she didn't go to the tree, 
she never would have seen that and she never would have eaten it. So Satan, because he, he was who he was. Now, keep in mind at this point, um, Satan is already who he is. And he's already got his little plan going on. And he comes up with a plan and he's going to destroy God's newest creation, which is mankind. So in so doing, he starts watching Eve. He's watching Adam and he's watching Eve. And the first thing he notices is that he, all of a sudden this woman creature that Adam is calling Eve goes to the forbidden tree. And she doesn't just do it once because the devil is watching her and has now set up a pattern and now catches her and lays a trap for her intellectually. And so, uh, in Genesis 3 and 1, it says, Now the serpent was more subtle than any piece of the field, and which the Lord had God had made. He said to the woman, Hey, yo, is, did God say you can't eat any of that? Have you noticed? Let me just stop right here. Did, did, have you ever noticed that a lot of times when people ask you questions, you got to be careful of the question they're really asking you? And you notice that that's not the question that is coming out of their mouth. Let me, and here's a perfect example, because the devil does this quite a bit. And the devil tried to do it to Jesus, too. So he, the reason why he tried to do it to Jesus is because it worked here. It worked here. Yay. Has God said you should not eat of every tree of the garden? Now, he didn't come to, first off, let me just back up a bit. And I know we're running out of time. And we're going to end with this. You got to notice that this, the devil did not come to Adam. Adam had heard directly from God, and that word burned into his heart and burned into his existence. Eve had only heard of it from Adam. The Bible does not specifically say that Eve had a walk with God. The Bible does not say that God has spoken directly to Eve about this. But the way Eve responds to the devil is as if to say, yeah, I was told that I can't eat of this fruit. Yeah, I can eat of all the, I can eat of all the fruit in the garden, but I can't eat of this. That's what I was told. And that's what appears to be Eve's attitude about this. And we're going to talk about, in our next session, why that was such a tragic mistake. Why that was such a tragic attitude to have. And why that ended up destroying God's plan when it came to mankind. And what God had intended man to be. One other thing I wanted to stop in, and I'm probably going to touch on it again next, next week, is that... God had also given Adam another commandment that he had not done. He said, be fruitful and multiply and subdue the earth. He had not multiplied. Now, like I said, we don't know how long Adam and Eve was in the garden. But it does, the Bible does talk about there was this was a, a general pattern that the Lord will come in the cool of the day and walk with Adam. This was a pattern. So this had to be several days, at least. This had to be an ongoing thing. Now, in the book of JJ, I was going to say, 
it was probably a few of what we would call years. But he was eating the fruit, uh, Adam was eating of the tree of life and never ate. So the Bible does not mention any passage of time except for the fact that God came every single day. And he came every single day and he spoke with Adam in the coolest day. And Adam probably told him how his day went. The same way we talk to God today. And we should be telling him how our day went. But that's going to wrap it up. That's going to do it for today's session. Uh, keep in mind, if you have questions or anything like that, even if you have questions about what we are covering here in, in this exploration of God's Word, please feel free to email me at walkwithmebiblestudy at gmail.com. All one word, walkwithmebiblestudy at gmail.com. And I love you all. I'm so glad I see everybody listening and sharing. Feel free to click it and share it and drop it in somebody's inbox. It, it's all right. I mean, if, if they tell you they don't like it, I know nowadays people are kind of scared about sharing stuff like this, but it's okay. If they don't like it, they don't like it. But I'm just glad that you're listening. I'm glad that you're here. And we can walk and get closer to God together. I right, love you all. God bless Everything I've been do, give me a reason. I got this spread all the words of a genius. Everybody needs to know who the leader. See, I do it for Jesus. Everything I've been do, give me a reason.